Welcome back to the Low Bottom High Rise podcast and this week's edition of Ask Me Anything. So guys, I took notes on this one because I had so, I have so much to share. I have so many things that I want to share with you on this topic and this is Ashley's question, how do you build confidence? <sighs> one of my favorite topics. So I immediately thought of just action, right? You just you have to build confidence through action. And I, as I was driving the kids to school this morning, I was thinking about a toddler that's learning how to walk, right? They don't care about what you really think. They're not worried about what everyone's saying about them. They are just, and this, this example is gonna come up again, but they are just in the moment, they're trying, they're falling, they're trying, they're falling, they're trying, they're falling, they're getting up again and again and again. And every single time that they try to walk, they are increasing their ability but they're increasing their confidence to go out there and try it again. So we have to know that confidence is not learned in a book, it's not learned in a course, it's not learned in a mastermind. Confidence is truly, for the most part, built through just taking not a little bit of action, but massive, massive action. So you gotta think about that. You know, I think about that in regards to posting on social media, or I think about the door-to-door salesperson. I was just interviewing Daniel G the other day for this podcast, and he was telling me how his first job, his first job as a, I want to say he was 14 years old, was knocking on doors and trying to sell like lawn aeration or something like that. I wasn't even quite clear on exactly what he was selling, but I'm sure he was clear on it back then. Think about this massive leap, right, for a 14-year-old kid to go from obviously not knowing anything about sales, not being confident in the sales industry, to like, okay, I guess I'm just going to jump into the deep end and start knocking on doors with every knock on every single door, that kid's confidence was built, right? He learned along the way. We are in this society where we are so trapped in thinking we need to figure it all out before we start. And I know we see it all over social media, but it's true. You have to start before you're ready. In the action is where we learn. In the action is where we build our confidence to take the next right step. So think about that door-to-door sales job. Think about me posting on social media. Like I had no idea what I was doing, right? No clue. The only way that I built my confidence in going on social media was to go on social media. If you look back and please take the time, scroll back. I don't delete any content. I don't delete old videos from my YouTube so that you can see how far I've come, that we all start somewhere and we usually all start doing it really bad. There were so many videos that I can look back on where I am literally a frozen robot. Like I am just sitting there My shoulders aren't moving, my mouth is barely moving, and I am not moving a muscle because I'm not comfortable. I'm not confident on camera yet, right? But that's how I started. We all start from that place. We don't wanna spend two hours creating content, deleting content, thinking it has to be perfect. The beauty of this world today, thank goodness, right? We live in a world that wants our authenticity, that wants the real thing. I hit record on this podcast. I trip up my words. I don't start over. Like you get what you get. This is real, right? I've got my puppy back here in the back. Like this is real. So that's how you build your confidence. Step number one. 
Step number two, and this is where I really kind of took some notes on this and wanted to dig in deeper. Face your fears. My biggest fear in life was public speaking. Like it, it wasn't a fear that I ever thought about. It was just something that I knew I was never going to do. Like ever. I can remember in college having to present it to the class for some something. And I can remember like almost physically vomiting before I had to walk into that building. That's how terrified I was of public speaking. And so for me back then, I was like, well, that's something I'm never going to do professionally. My first major speaking engagement. Do you want to know where it was? I'm like, ah, oh, of course, God, this is what you would, this is what you would have happen in this, you know, course of him, God wanting me to go where I'm fearful because everything we want is on the other side of fear, right? So I was asked to speak in the Superdome. It is one of the largest arenas in the world. 25,000 people in the audience. Like presidents don't usually talk to that many people. Tony Robbins' biggest audience is usually 8,000 in person. This was 25,000 people in the Superdome. It was like it made you dizzy when you walked into the space. It was that just massive, right? But I walked through the fears. I wasn't going to say no to when somebody asks you to speak on a stage like that, right? It was a huge honor, but I want you to think about your own life. We need to put ourselves in those situations, right? I just had a group of 25 women for my mastermind weekend. Some of them were excited to jump in the ice bath. Some of them were literally terrified, like it was, it was so interesting to me to see the difference in how people's literally their physical bodies reacted. Not, not because everybody's body is physically different. It's because our mental state is different, right? Some of them got in and they're like, this isn't so bad. I can actually talk. Da, 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 da. Some of them went in trembling, like whole body trembles and just terror, but they did it. They did it. So we have to actually be intentional about facing our fears, right? If public speaking is your biggest fear, sign up for Toastmasters. If jumping out of an airplane is the scariest thing you could ever do, find a friend to go skydiving with. Like we have to intentionally put ourselves in situations. I was with one of my good friends, Autumn, on this crazy hike. I don't know if you were following along back then in January, but we went on this insane mountain trek that took multiple days. And she's terrified of heights, terrified of heights. And she forced herself to climb up to the tippy top. And I'll tell you, it wasn't like this tippy, tippy top where you felt like you were going to fall over, but it was the top of the mountain. She was whole body, like whole body, literally clinging onto and hugging rocks that we were like standing on and taking pictures on because she was terrified. She's also radically successful in her life. Because she's intentional about facing her fears and putting herself in situations where she's forced to walk through them. So face your fears, number two. Number three, this is what I love. So I love big goals, right? I love big goals. I think we need to dream bigger dreams, like the biggest dreams. I was telling my daughter this morning on the way to school, I was like, you want to know what my new vision is? She's like, what, mom? She's like, of course, she's also like, oh, geez, what now? You know, she's 13. And I was telling her about this big dream that costs about $50 million. That is just a gift to the world, right? I'm like, and she's like, well, where do you start? What do you do first? I'm like, well, first I got to make $50, $50 million to be able to do this thing. But like, I dream really, really, really big. However, 
I also set really small goals along the way that are super attainable, right? Super attainable. So here's the trick to this though. Our brains, and you guys know I talk about this neuroscience stuff all the time, but our brains are conditioned, right? The, um, the, what, I'm tripping on my words here, the confirmation bias, the negative confirmation bias, right? Our brains are always looking for how we might like be stepping into that fear and our brains are going like, no, no, no. Remember these 8,000 things? This is all the reasons you shouldn't do this. Like our brains are conditioned to grab a hold of that stuff. We have to do the work of proving to ourselves that we can do the thing, that we are making progress to our goal. So when you have these really big goals and you're trying to build confidence to be able to even think that's possible, you gotta set the tiny goals, right? I met with the person, I connected with this investor, I you know, did this in my business. Like you have to give yourself credit, and this is kind of a two-part one, you have to give yourself credit for recognizing the smaller goals that are along the way, and that's gonna help build your confidence to the bigger goals. Here's the other part of it. You gotta celebrate the heck out of it. You have to not only, and we do this in the Book of Proof, right? Every day it asks you, what am I proud of myself for? I'm calling attention and intention to the thing, to the small thing that maybe I had a crappy day. Maybe I missed some really big goals. Maybe I failed in a few areas. But this happened, and I'm really freaking proud of myself for that. I have to bring my awareness on a daily basis to the things that I am proud of myself for. If you are working on confidence, if you are working on your marriage, the number one thing you can do is start to journal daily how the thing that you want is actually showing up, right? Maybe the question is actually not what am I proud of myself for, but maybe you're switching that to what do I feel confidence about today? What do I, what do I feel? I mean, proud and confidence kind of go hand in hand, right? But if you can start to stack 365 things in a year that you're proud of yourself for, I, you can't not develop confidence if you're doing that. So that's um, almost the last one. The last one here, surround yourself. And I love this philosophy. I, I used to sail a lot in my younger years when I lived in San Diego. And I always think about the big sailboat that I used to be on and just the wind, right? The wind in the sails. And I think of the people in our life like that so often. And so you've got to surround yourself with what I call wind givers, right? The people that are going to believe in you, the people that are going to encourage you, the people that are going to celebrate you. I have so many friends in my life, but this took a long time. This took a long time. I had to delete some people from my life and intentionally bring others in. But I have people that when I hit a goal, you know, I have a habit of just like next goal, next goal, next goal. But I have so many people in my life that will make me stop, that will say, we are going to go out and celebrate this with you. Even my birthday, like I don't really, I'm not the per type of person that wants a big celebration. And I have friends in my life that say, Moira, we're celebrating you. We're, we're planning something. This is something to celebrate. You are something to celebrate. This accomplishment is something to celebrate. So that is a neurological thing too, that when we celebrate the win, when we celebrate the achievement, no matter how small, we are conditioning our brains to keep going, to build that confidence in where we're going. So I think that's five steps, right? Take action, face your fears, um, set small goals, celebrate them, and really important, surround yourself with the right people. That, in a nutshell, is how you're gonna build confidence. 
but you're not going to learn it in a book. Thank you guys for joining us on this episode of Ask Me Anything. Keep the questions coming. I love this series and I can't wait to answer more of your questions. Make sure that you're following us on Apple, Spotify. I would absolutely love it if you could review the podcast, you know, give it a rating, drop a little comment in there. That just really helps to push it out. And if you share it on your Instagram or wherever, tag me and I'll reshare. Thanks guys.